Good morning, and welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl. I would like to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference. And um, this week, I am going to feature an LP that I found in Paul's record collection, and it's called Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter. And I've built the whole show around uh, Cole Porter and Charlie Parker tunes um, and this album. And um, if you would like to comment or have questions, you can call the station at 207-593-0013. And please only call during um, songs. And I also have the Facebook page open, if, um, which is uh, Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet uh, dot face, uh, Facebook. Um, you can have questions there as well. So I'm going to start the show with the tune, I've Got You Under My Skin.
That was I've Got You Under My Skin, a Cole Porter tune from Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter. And that was recorded on March 12th, 1955. Um, the album that Paul had is the 1968 Verve release, which is a little strange, and then it was electronically... They did something to it to make it record in stereo, so it's not a mono LP as it was originally. So the sound's a little bit, I don't know, it is a little bit strange. Um, but it's Charlie Parker on the alto saxophone, Roy Haynes on drums, Jerome Dar on guitar, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, and Teddy Kotick on bass, um, and... Teddy Kotick became a really good friend of Paul's in his early days in New York, and we'll be hearing more from him later. Um, next, I, I'm going to read from Paul's autobiography. So um, when Paul was in the Navy in 1953, he was, um, the boat was in New York, and he got to see Bird play for the first time, and that's what this reading is about. My second visit to New York was on 4th of July weekend, 1953. I was still in the Navy, and the ship I was stationed on was docked in New York that weekend. Somehow I learned that Charlie Parker was playing on Sunday afternoon at the Open Door, a jazz club in Greenwich Village. I got there early and sat at a table in the front row. The musicians playing with Bird that afternoon were the pianist Walter Bishop, Teddy Kotick on bass, Art Mardigan on drums, and Brew Moore on tenor. The club was small. It was located at 55 West 3rd Street on the corner of 3rd and Lafayette. It was crowded with about 100 people all waiting to hear the great Charlie Parker. After the initial melody, Bird played the first solo, then walked towards where I was sitting, picked up a chair, carried it to the bandstand, and sat down while the others played. Then a strange thing happened. Bird fell asleep. When it came time to take the tune out, Brew Moore nudged Bird with his elbow to wake him. Bird stood up, played, and they finished the tune. The same thing happened on the next piece of music, but this time Bird didn't wake up. He had passed out. Brew had poked at him again, but to no avail. Bob Reisner was the promoter of the gig that afternoon. He rushed up to the stage and tried to revive Bird with wet towels. I couldn't believe what was happening. Reisner finally revived him, but he couldn't play anymore. A little later, Bird was standing inside the club by the exit door with a slight smile on his face, apologizing to the people as they were leaving. Bob was also standing by the exit door, giving people their money back as they were filing out. I was very disappointed that I didn't get to hear Bird play anymore that Sunday afternoon. I didn't know it at the time, but it was to be the only time I would get to hear Bird play in person. I did not condemn him for his conduct that afternoon. It seemed to be par for the course, a natural course of events. Whatever he did or however he conducted his life was okay with me. He played so beautifully that nothing else mattered. And next I'm going to play I Get a Kick Out of You from the same Charlie Parker LP.
I Get a Kick Out of You from Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter. And that, I believe, was Charlie Parker's last recording. He died a few months after that was made. Um, and it's Charlie Parker, Roy Haynes, Jerome Darr, Teddy Kotick, and Walter Bishop Jr. And I'm going to read a little bit more from Paul's autobiography. And this is, it's sort of about when he first um, landed in New York, which was when he was still in the uh, Navy. And this is about his, the first apartment he had after he was um, honorably discharged from the Navy. The first apartment I had in Manhattan was on East 9th Street near First Avenue. The rent was $25 a month, and I shared the rent and the space with my friend Eddie Mendoza. Our apartment was a one-floor walk-up, mainly one room with another tiny room in the back and a small kitchen. Eddie had the front room facing the street, and I had the small room in the back. Some wooden boxes with a mattress on top was Eddie's bed, and I had a canvas cot to sleep on. Plenty of cockroaches to keep us company. The toilet was in the hallway and had to be shared with another tenant. Our bathtub was in the kitchen and with a tabletop on it was used as our kitchen table. We had a nice box and had to buy a chunk of ice every few days. One day I forgot to empty the pan underneath the ice box and the water was dripping down into the shoe repair shop below us. The shoe cobbler was very angry. He wanted to kill me. His ceiling was all messed up, ruined. You messed up my shop and all the shoes, he said, when he caught me trying to avoid him later that day. Luckily, I didn't have to pay for any damage. The guy never asked me for money. He knew I didn't have anything. Eddie and his friend Alfredo knew Charlie Parker. They showed me some great personal photos of Bird that they had taken in their apartment. Bird used to stop by their place on Avenue A. This was before Eddie and I shared the apartment on East 9th Street. Bird had gotten hold of a limo one day and was circling around Avenue A in front of their pad. As Eddie and Alfredo were looking out of their upstairs window, Bird was yelling up to them, Hey, look at me, ain't this something? I was quite taken by the fact that they were friends of the great Charlie Parker. Next, I'm going to play um, My Heart Belongs to Daddy, a Cole Porter tune. Uh, the first one I'm going to play is from um, Paul Modian's On Broadway, Volume 1. And then I'm going to follow that up with the version that's on Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter.
My Heart Belongs to Daddy, from Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter, the 1955 recording with Charlie Parker alto saxophone, Roy Haynes on drums, Jerome Darr on guitar, Teddy Kotick on bass, and Walter Bishop Jr. on piano. And before that, we heard the same song from On Broadway, Volume 1, a 1998 recording put out on Winter and Winter Records. And that is Paul Modian on drums, Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, and Charlie Hayden on bass. Um, another group that Paul had that recorded a lot of Cole Porter tunes is the Electric Bebop Band. And I'm going to read a little bit from his autobiography about a tour that they were on in Europe. In Bielefeld, Germany, the music was as good as it can get. It was real magic. Everything worked. We set up differently because of the size of the bandstand. The club was so small that we played to the room. We played with dynamics. The material was right. The set consisted of the music of Thelonious Monk, Charlie Parker, Duke Ellington, and Charlie Mingus. A nice mixture. We played creative music. Steve Swallow on bass, Brad Schopach and Kurt Rosenwinkel guitars, and Chris Potter on saxophone. And I'm going to play from the CD Flight of the Blue Jay, 1997 winter and winter recording of the Electric Bebop Band with pretty much that lineup with the addition of Chris Cheek on uh, tenor saxophone. And this is Barbados, a tune written by Charlie Parker. Thank you. 
You are listening to WRFR, Low Power Radio, 93.3 FM, Rockland, Maine, streaming online at WRFR.org. And this is Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet, a show dedicated to the music of jazz drummer Paul Modian, uh, music that he produced, music that he was inspired by, and music that he inspired. So that was just... I Love Paris, and that's the alternative take that's on Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter, which was re-released by Verve in 1968. And that had Arthur Taylor on drums, Billy Bauer on guitar, Teddy Kotick on bass, and Walter Bishop Jr. on piano. And, befo- and oops, actually I named that song wrong. That was Love for Sale, but the same group of people, and that was also an alternative take. I'm going to play I Love Paris in a little bit. And before that, we heard uh, Paul Modian and the Electric Bebop Band from Flight of the Blue Jay, 1997 Winter and Winter um, CD, and that was Barbados, a Charlie Parker tune, and that was Paul Modian drums, Chris Potter tenor saxophone, Chris Cheek also on tenor. Um, Brad Shopak and Kurt Rosenwinkel on electric guitars, and Steve Swallow on electric bass. Um, so I said before that Teddy Kotick um, and Paul became good friends when Paul was living in New York, and he is the bass player on that LP that I've been playing. So I'm going to read a little bit more from um, Paul's autobiography about um, Teddy Kotick. Um, I attended the Manhattan School of Music from September 22, 1955 to January 28, 1956, paid for by the GI Bill. I dropped out in March, two months before the end of the second semester. Because of my gig at night with pianist George Wallington, I was falling behind in my studies and decided to quit. I didn't want to play catch-up. I continued working with George Wallington at the Composer Room on West 58th Street, just off of 6th Avenue. A steady gig. Teddy Kotick was the bass player and had gotten me the gig. Teddy helped me a lot. We were close friends and I loved playing with him. West 106th Street near Riverside Drive was my address at that time. Bill Evans was to live on that block a few years later. So Teddy Kotick was also on Bill Evans' first recording as a leader for Riverside, News Jazz Conceptions. And, and so I'm going to play next from that the song I Love You by Cole Porter.
Love Paris, the alternative take from Charlie Parker plays Cole Porter, Charlie Parker alto saxophone, Arthur Taylor on drums, Billy Bauer on guitar, Teddy Kotick on bass, and Walter Bishop Jr. on piano. Before that, we heard I Love You, another Cole Porter tune from New Jazz Conceptions, the 1956 Riverside recording with Bill Evans on piano, Teddy Kotick on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. I have another reading um, about Paul's early days in New York from his autobiography. Most of the places to play in New York in the early and mid-1950s were in Greenwich Village. If sessions were permitted, I would be there. Bars, clubs, lofts, or somebody's pad, almost anywhere would do. The Club Wells in Harlem was one place to play. Another was the Baby Grand on 125th Street, which was always crowded with players wanting to sit in. A local bar on the corner of 110th Street and Central Park West was yet another place where you could play, but you would have to wait your turn. Musicians, with their instruments in hand, would be standing in line waiting, ready to play. There was a small club in the village on West 4th Street where there would be sessions. I ran into Bird there one night. Where is everybody, he asked. The club was quiet. It was early. Nothing was happening. No one around except the bartender and the cleanup guy. New York still felt new to me. I wanted to be part of the jazz scene. I wanted to meet the players. I wanted to play and be accepted. Seeing and talking with the great and famous Charlie Parker made me feel as if I belonged, that I was in the right place at the right time. I think there's some playing going on at Bill Whaley's loft, I said. Bird didn't seem to be in a hurry or very interested in playing. He didn't have any instrument with him. I remember that it was a cold that day. It was in the middle of winter in New York, and Bird was wearing a long winter coat and a fedora. I had no way of knowing that he would be dead a few months later at the age of 34. Next, I have another tune from On Broadway, Volume 1. What is this thing called, Love? Thank you. 
Welcome back to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. Before the top of the hour, we heard I Get a Kick Out of You, the alternative take from Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter. And before that, we heard What Is This Thing Called Love from On Broadway, Volume 1. And that's with Paul Modian on drums, Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, and Charlie Hayden on bass. And I'm going to continue on with a couple more tunes from that CD that was released in 1998 from Winter and Winter Records. Um, they did quite a few Cole Porter tunes on that. Thank you. 
two tunes by Cole Porter from On Broadway, Volume 1, So in Love, and before that, we heard I Concentrate on You, Paul Modian, Bill Frizzell, Joe Lovano, and Charlie Hayden on that 1998 CD. I have uh, one more tune from Charlie Parker Plays Cole Porter, the 1955 recording, and then I've got lots of more other things to play, so here we go.
That was Confirmation, a Charlie Parker composition from Sam Most plays Bird, Bud, Monk, and Miles. It's a 1957 recording from Bethlehem Records. A little bit scratchy, sorry about that. Um, the Sam Most is on clarinet, Paul Modian on drums, Bob Doro on piano, Doug Matrome on trumpet, David Schildkraut on tenor, and Tommy Potter on bass. And before that, we heard just one of those things from Charlie Parker plays Cole Porter. I'm going to read next a funny story from Paul's autobiography um, that involves um, Dave Schildkraut, who, um, Kraut rather, who Paul played with around New York in the mid-50s. Another new experience for me around the same time was a gig with Dave Schildkraut. We played for a burlesque show at a club on 52nd Street. A few years earlier, the street was full of jazz clubs. That stuff was over by the time I got to New York. Some of the clubs on the street became burlesque houses in the 50s. It was fun hanging out with the dancers upstairs in the dressing room. I felt privileged. They didn't let many people, especially men, hang out with them. Most of the women would be half-naked, changing costumes, smoking and drinking between shows. One of the dancers asked me if I could get her some marijuana, and I accommodated her. I knew I could get some grass at Jim and Andy's, the musician's hangout on 7th Avenue. There would always be someone that would sell you some weed. I would have done anything for the dancers. They were all so beautiful. I loved hanging out with them. You make me look good, one dancer told me. Playing at the burlesque theater made me think about my teenage years when I would go to a burlesque theater in Boston. There were no such theaters in Providence where I grew up. It was exciting and thrilling for me. The baggy pants comics were hilarious. The burlesque queens were beautiful artists. I didn't think about it at the time, but they must have put lots of thought and work into the shows. Who was it that came out on stage covered in a bunch of white doves until a stooge came staggering down the aisle, sat in a front row seat, then opened his lunch bag, which was full of bird seed? What I witnessed in Boston happened around the late 1940s when I was still in high school, and now here I was in the mid-50s on stage at a burlesque house in New York playing for young, beautiful women striptease artists. It was way beyond anything I thought, pop thought possible back when I was a teenager. I thought I was lucky to have such a great gig. I would have loved playing more with Dave. He had played with Miles Davis on a recording that I liked a lot. I could have learned a lot playing with him, but it was not to be. Not on this gig, anyway. Even though we were playing for the strippers, it was still musical with Dave. But I got fired. The club owner told me, You're too young. You don't look like a burlesque drummer. You're not fat, and you're not bald. Here's one more tune from Sam Most plays Bird, Bunk, Bird Bud, Monk, and Miles. Thank you. 
You are listening to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet on community radio station WRFR, Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, and streaming online at WRFR.org. I want to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference. So you just heard What Is This Thing Called Love, a Cole Porter composition from Portrait in Jazz, 1959 Riverside Recording with Bill Evans on piano, Scott LaFaro on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And uh, Paul said that that was his favorite recording that he did with Bill Evans, Portrait in Jazz. And before that, we heard Bluebird, a Charlie Parker tune from Sam Most Plays Bird, Bud, Monk, and Miles. That title is like a tongue twister. It's a 1957 Bethlehem Records release, and um, that song has a full orchestra, but it featured Sam Most on clarinet, Paul Modian on drums, Bob Doro on piano, Dave Schildkraut on tenor, and Oscar Pettiford on bass. And I'm going to read about the Electric Bebop Band from Paul's autobiography. The Electric Bebop Band resurfaced in 1991. I had had one rehearsal a few years earlier with Bill Frizzell and Mike Stern playing guitars and Mark Egan on electric bass, but abandoned the idea at that time. The Electric Bebop Band was an idea of mine to maybe turn the younger generation on to some great music. I love bebop. I grew up with bebop. I wanted to play the music for those that did not witness the brilliance and greatness of the music. After all, we live in an electronic age. The new version of the Electric Bebop Band was playing in London, a one-week gig at Ronnie Scott's club. The band consisted of different personnel than the earlier version, which had two guitars, bass, and drums. Joshua Redman played saxophone during the first half of the week at Ronnie Scott's, and Chris Potter played the second half. Potter arrived the night before Joshua had to leave, and the two saxophonists played together, only for one night, and I liked it. It sounded good to me, and I decided then and there to continue to try to have two saxes in the band. And here is Scrapple from the Apple, take two, by Charlie Parker, and performed by Paul Modian and the Electric Bebop Band.
Just One of Those Things, a Cole Porter tune from the Winter and Winter recording on Broadway Volume 3, Paul Modian drums, Bill Frizzell electric guitar, Lee Konitz on alto saxophone, Joe Lovano on tenor, and Charlie Hayden on bass. And before that, we heard Scrapple from the Apple from Paul Modian and the Electric Bebop Band, 1993 Polydor CD. Paul Modian on drums, Joshua Redman on tenor saxophone, Brad Shopak and Kurt Rosenwinkel on electric guitars, and Stomu, Stomu Takeshi, I don't know if I pronounced that right, on electric bass. I've got another short reading from Paul's book. I ran into Ornette Coleman one day on Broadway near 72nd Street and mentioned that I was on my way home after a bebop band rehearsal. We just play the bebop repertoire in unison. All music is in unison, he said. It confirmed all my good feelings about the music and the direction of the band. And next I have Ornithology, a Benny Harrison, Charlie Parker composition from Reincarnation of a Lovebird. Uh, it's one of my personal favorite electric bebop band CDs um, recorded in 1994 for Polydor Records.
That was Ornithology from Reincarnation of a Lovebird, Palmodian Drums, Chris Potter Alto Saxophone, Chris Cheek Tenor Saxophone, Wolfgang Wuspiel Electric Guitar, Kurt Rosenwinkel Electric Guitar, Steve Swallow Electric Bass, and Don Elias on Percussion. So I want everyone to remember Paul next Tuesday, March 25th. It would have been his 83rd birthday. Um, if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can check out jazzcloset.blogspot.com. I hope I can get the podcast up tonight. I had to get a new computer, so I'm a little bit technically challenged, but I think it's going to be easy. So um, hopefully I can do that. If not tonight, then tomorrow. Um, so I only have three shows a month, so there won't be a show next week, but I'll be back on Friday, April 4th. Uh, thanks for listening. And to take us to the top of the hour, I have uh, two more recent recordings. Um, the first one I'm going to play is from Europe, um, and that's the Electric Bebop Band with um, Pietro Tonello on alto, Chris Cheek on soprano. I'm sorry, Pietro Tonello um, plays alto and soprano saxophone. Chris Cheek plays tenor. Steve Cardanis is on electric guitar. Ben Monder, also electric guitar. And Anders Christensen on electric bass. And that's a 2001 Winter and Winter recording. And then after that, I'm going to play from the Garden of Eden, a 2006 ECM CD. And Cheryl, a Charlie Parker tune with Chris Cheek, tenor and alto saxophone. Tony Malaby on tenor saxophone, uh, Jakob Bro, Steve Cardanis, and Ben Monder, all on guitar, and Jerome Harris on bass. <laughs>